This is The Catch-Up with Nick and Hado. Welcome to The Catch-Up, ladies and gentlemen. What are the monkeys up to? Who knows? Not the band, the animal. Although, yes. actually, interestingly enough, both the monkeys, the band, yeah. and the monkeys, the animal, right now have something in common. What are they doing? They're in the UK and using <laughs> tools. <laughs> sure. Are the monkeys British? I don't know. They might be American. I think they're like the American version of the Beatles, right? Oh, interesting. Because they weren't a real band. They were like, it was a TV, a TV show, show and they didn't play their instruments. American. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're right. the, yeah, they were like a, a parody of the Beatles on those. Oh, but the members, Davy Jones, Michael and Nesmith, Mickey Dolenz, and Peter Tork, have all retired to various parts of Europe and the United Kingdom. There you go. It's not true. A bit of a monkey update. For- <laughs> Why lie? That's such a weird lie. You can edit it out to make it true. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm going to expose you for the uh, <laughs> the lying scallywag you are. Don't you bloody dare, mate. Uh, today on the show, Nick, well, all speaking of monkeys. I mean, you were speaking of monkeys, but you didn't really do the rest of the story. Yeah, that's uh, all we need to know is that the monkeys from the TV show are retired somewhere. Well, there are some monkeys in Britain that aren't retiring. They're uh, almost doing the opposite. They're working harder than ever. Uh, they have somehow gotten a hold of screwdrivers, knives, and chainsaws are just yeah. wreaking havoc in, U- in the UK. What sort of, what is defined as reeking of havoc in this I instance? think a monkey with a chainsaw is the perfect definition. Yeah, but you have to do something with the chainsaw to be wreaking havoc. I think it's wave- waving it around. I think that causes havoc by itself. No, I think that's discrimination. What do you mean? What, monkey can't use a chainsaw? No, it can't. I don't trust the monkey with a chainsaw. Yeah. I don't think a monkey has ever proven themselves to be trustworthy with a, cha- with a chainsaw. I once gave a monkey a knife and said, don't attack me. It defended me and it did. It defended you from yeah. what? Other monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird time. Wasn't allowed back to the Melbourne Zoo after that. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, are you going to do? Uh, also on the show, Hado, a man from the UK, speaking of the monkeys yeah. who aren't there. And the other monkeys who are there. Uh, a man from the UK. He's part of a world first. He's had a part of his body regrown on his body, but not in the place where it belongs. Mm. Uh, he lost one of his appendages. And in a miracle of science, they've been able to regrow it on his forearm. Yeah. Awful, awful part of the body to regrow this on. <laughs> Just the worst part of the Especially body. Especially because it's super exposed. Yeah. Really mm. really makes you a borderline sex pest. It thing. actually would. Yeah. You'd probably, you could go to jail. Would you, if you were at a school and this, ha- and like, you know, you was, this guy was wearing a t-shirt, do you think that would be enough to get him arrested. Yeah, he would get arrested for wearing a shirt at school. That's so unfortunate for him because it's not like, because it's like, oh, it's just a... It's a medical thing. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe he has a note from his doctor that says, I'm not a creep. I have to have this here. Don't arrest me. Uh, Also on today's show, Nick, uh, we talked to our friend, but uh, it was anonymously. Yeah, we're not allowed to say her name. Uh, (sighs) And she was, uh, had a pretty crazy offer from a sugar daddy. To be their sugar baby. Now she didn't accept it, but it was very interesting to hear the world of sugar babies, sugar babies, and sugar daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Babs and dads. Babs and dads. Oh man, I I would one hundred percent accept this. Oh, if I was like a really attractive young woman, there was I would just be a sugar baby for everyone who asked. That's true. There's no reason why you couldn't be multiple sugar babies. Maybe it's in their contract or something. Exclusivity arrangements. Yeah. I wonder if you have to pay tax on that. No, no way. To cut out of the table thing? I don't think, I think so. Mm. Um, Surely, because otherwise, it's not like a position. Could be. Depends on your arrangement. Could be a contract or something. Depends on the position. (laughs) Very good. Very good. All that is coming up on today's Catch Up. Get up with Nick and Hado on HIT.
Science is so amazing. We can grow organs, limbs, stuff on the back of mice. We can grow them in test tubes. There's that picture of an ear on the back of a mouse. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. A man by the name of Malcolm, he's from the UK. He's having a world first when it comes to body parts being grown where they don't belong. (laughs) What do you mean? Uh, Malcolm, he's a 45-year-old mechanic uh, in Britain, and he unfortunately had a bit of an infection in his nether regions. Oh. And... um, his old, uh, the old sausage fell off. <laughs> it fell off? What do you yeah. mean it fell off? Well, well, how much more? I don't know how graphic you want me to be, but. It fell off? So I think he had some form it, of. I didn't know it could fall off. He had like a like a, a blood infection that, yeah, made it turn black and then it just sort of fell off. Oh, God. But that's not the, that, crazily enough, that's not the strange part of the story here. Jeez. It's unfortunate. Mm. Um, but Malcolm, uh, he's not too down on his luck because uh, in a world first, he has had a, um, he's having a new one, a new yeah. manhood yeah. grown on another part of his body. Scientists have been able to, you know, re-engineer his body. They've started growing his new, mm. I think we can say the P word. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, they're growing his new penis. Yep. On his forearm. Wow. So what's the, what's the penis made of? Penis material, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I assume... They don't sell that at Bunnings, do they? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gone no, in every aisle. It's more of a spotlight thing, is it? <laughs> yeah. They um they have taken you know parts of his DNA. They've been able to reconstruct it using parts of his own like skin grafts and things like okay. that. Yeah. And they've been able to salvage a very small portion of his original junk. Yeah. And now they're growing the um the 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 member on his forearm. On his forearm, there's a lot of pictures of him uh, online that I'm looking at where it just looks like a very normal photo of a man. Standing wearing a shirt, except one sleeve's rolled up and his entire forearm is blurred out. <laughs> and it's like been heavily censored. <laughs> because yeah, that's just where his his junk is now. Wow. Yeah, if he wore like a t shirt with short sleeves, he would get done for indecent exposure. You just right? you, you never would. But he's excited because he's about to have it actually taken off his forearm and put where it's supposed to be. Wow. How much does this cost to get this done? Uh Looking at about uh, ninety three Australian, ninety three thousand Australian dollars. You <laughs> guys like ninety three bucks? Well, that's all right. Under 100. I might get a second one. <laughs> no, it, uh, but it takes. It's a long time to live yeah. with a penis on your forearm. Four years. Four years. Four years. Malcolm has had um, one of these on his on his arm. On his arm. He's a mechanic as well, so I can imagine it'd be getting greasy after a, oh, a day on the yuck. tools. Yeah. Um, God, it makes shaking hands. <laughs> A bit more dicey than usual. Oh, no. He'd actually be loving this coronavirus thing because you're not supposed to shake hands anymore. Oh, yeah. So well, no, but he has to do the elbow touch. It might be worse for him. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, wait, wait. But what I'm wondering, though. Yeah. So you grow it on your forearm and then Obviously. you have to wait for it to grow and then you transplant it. Yeah. Why don't they just put it where the old one was? Uh, <laughs> do you reckon- <laughs> Why do they just do that? Why is it on his forearm? There's nothing down where not the really old one worth, was. Not really worth talking about if it's on there, is it? I got Facebook. Facebook. Keep up with Nick and Hado on Facebook. Search Hit CQ. And you might have heard of this concept before, but sugar babies. Yeah, I've, uh, sugar, sugar daddies and sugar babies. I've heard yeah. of it, yeah. Uh, rich older men who see someone they like online, they might send a message and be like, hey, you want to be my sugar baby, my girlfriend? I'll give you money, essentially, to hang out with me. Yeah, you're getting paid to just hang out with an old guy. Yeah. A bit creepy, a bit of a weird situation. Um, but I've never known anyone who's been involved in that world until now. Mm. A friend of ours who joins us right now, uh, she's asked to remain anonymous, which is completely sure. fair. So for the purpose of this, we'll call her Marissa. Uh, Marissa, you've been approached to be a sugar baby. 
I have, guys. Morning. Well, a few times. Uh, congratulations, I guess, are in order. It's a big milestone <laughs> for, for everyone. All right, so it's so, definitely a um, yeah, lifelong dream of mine to be asked. Uh, so walk us through it. How did how do you get approached to be a sugar baby? Well, it's mostly through Instagram. I just get these random messages from people all around the world who are just <laughs> wanting to pay for my time, and they specifically say, you know, no. You know, it's not physical. It's just okay. So you're not getting paid for anything too naughty, hanky panky. No, it's, it's literally just hanging no. out and going on dates. I mean, I don't really know. I've never like pursued any of it, mm. but they just say, you know, I'm interested in having you as my sugar baby. You can have a weekly payment. Now, like the weekly allowance. payment, Marissa, interests me like no other because you were telling me that recently, uh, what we were talking about is you've been approached by someone by the name of Diego, and he wants to offer you how many thousand dollars to just hang out. Or, like, be friends on a weekly basis? $3,000 a week. Wow. Three grand a week to hang out with a guy. 3,000 buckaroonies. So, what do you actually have to do? Do you just go on dates? Do you have to watch a movie or just, like, talk to him? What do you reckon? Well, this is what I want to know as well, guys, because, you know, COVID times, I can't really go anywhere. Yeah. And, you know, he, this Diego guy actually lives overseas. So, of course he does. I, so what's he got to do? Fly you out or something? Fly me out, maybe, or like <laughs> Zoom calls, or that maybe he just wants a couple of friendly text messages. Well, there you go. But, so, Marissa, you said before you like multiple people have asked you this. How many offers of being a sugar baby have you ever received over the years? I mean, probably I want to say maybe like ten. Wow. And <laughs> what what do they usually offer? Is three grand? Is that sort of a, a normal price, or is that a bit on the expensive side? I feel like that's probably the most expensive. Yeah. Um, usually it's like 500 to 1000 a week I've yeah, been offered. Right. Oh, <laughs> geez, you wouldn't even consider it. <laughs> wouldn't I mean, get has, out of bed for that. Because, Marissa, <laughs> you do have a boyfriend, we should say. Mm. Is he aware of this? And has he at any point said like, well, for a couple of text messages, you could send us overseas pretty easily? I do. And we have actually been considering it because <laughs> we are saving for a house. And so, oh. you know... If I only have to do, you know, a little bit of work for three thousand dollars, that's that's oh, a down wait. payment in a couple of weeks. Wow, that's amazing. Do you think do you think you'll do it or is it you probably not? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but you know what, it's kinda like it's like a you know, you makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, pay me for my time. <laughs> the day. And uh, Diego, if you're listening. I'm also, yeah, I am, cool. I won't, you know, I know I'm, I'm not three grand money, but I'm worth at least a grand, <laughs> I would say. Up there. Thanks for uh, your time, Marissa. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Get up with Nick and Hado on CQ's Hit. Nick, this morning I stumbled across a headline, um, which I think is just maybe the best headline I've ever seen in my life. Well, we need that, especially mm-hmm. for this year. It's been a pretty dark year, so... Good to have a bit of a G up. Uh-huh. Bit ba- of a mood booster. This is going to make everyone feel real happy, is it? Uh, it made me happy, <laughs> but I don't know if it's to everyone's taste. Oh, the headline true. is, Baboons armed with knives and chainsaws spotted in a UK safari park. Good. This is good, isn't it? Well, you know, you know I've been saying that because of coronavirus, nature is you know, sort of heading back to the way it was before man intervened. Yeah, they're going back where we are the virus. Nature's Whoa, returning. <laughs> so I don't know if you know what a safari park is. I don't know if we have them here in Australia. It's like massive zoos that you can just sort of 
drive through, right? Well, yeah. So the idea is you stay in your car the whole time, and the animals run around wild, and then <laughs> you're they're around with chainsaws. <laughs> well, and then you stay in your car and you drive through, and you spot the monkey, and you go, "Oh, yeah. there's a monkey over there," and that's it. Yeah, right. right? I don't know if they're here, but they're, they're big in the UK. Uh, the baboons that live there have just reportedly uh, been being seen with various blades. <laughs> Just a a mix match of some butter knives, but some machetes as well. Uh, Blades, screwdrivers, uh, even a chainsaw, apparently. Mm. You know, the workers of the park, they don't really know how they got them. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which makes it sort of more exciting and scarier. It is terrifying to imagine that they've uh, been supplied with... Uh, weaponry. Yeah, that's one. That's one leading theory is that people, for a bit of a laugh, are giving <laughs> are giving the baboons various uh, weapons. That's a pretty funny practical joke. I think so. <laughs> it's incredibly dangerous, but a monkey with a chainsaw is very well, funny to look at. Do we know if it's a working chainsaw? Because I know you've got to put petrol in some of them, and some are electric. Like I they're not going to last forever. I think it's a working chainsaw. I, think. I don't know if they've figured out how to turn it on. I don't think they're running around with it. Spinning. God, imagine with a monkey figuring it out. Use a chainsaw. That's so yeah. scary. <laughs> so, yeah, they're not sure if they've been given them or because uh, baboons, they've got very sticky fingers. Also, very likely that they've just like gone to someone's ute and just oh, sort of right. like opened up the toolbox and just grabbed some uh, screwdrivers and, and all that kind of sort uh, of thing. You know what I think it actually is? What do you reckon? So, what did you say they got seen with? Like chainsaws, knives. Chainsaws, knives, screwdrivers. You know how in like isolation and lockdown, a lot of people have been doing DIY projects around the house? <laughs> you think that's what they're doing? Safari Park absolutely got no furniture and they're realising <laughs> they need to build some when they're in lockdown. Instagram. Instagram's telling me everything. Nick and Hado are on Instagram. Follow at HitCQ. You just need a little guide, that's all. Please don't let the day be Monday. I'm going to bed. Girl's feeling it out. Going to nap all day tomorrow. Uh, it's the worst game on radio. It is Gar feeling it out. And yet, why have we played it more than any other <laughs> any other game? I don't know, mate. I don't mm. know. Uh, Back by popular demand, I guess Garfield's joke from any Garfield comic. Yeah, you've read forty years worth of Garfield comics. You yeah. think you know how Garfield would? Uh, w- you know what he would say well, in any situation. Think, don't think that I know that. We haven't really won, mate. The last few weeks, I've been on an absolute burner. Like close, that doesn't count. Burners are pretty close. Still, <laughs> nah. Doesn't count. This Cri- one? It's still impressive in cricket when you nearly hit the wickets. I don't think it is. Yeah, people go, whoo, nearly. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, this Garfield, uh, from it's, uh, I think it might be from today's. Oh, it's yesterday's. Yeah. Uh, is the weirdest Garfield I've ever seen. Really? That's yeah. a big call because there have been some awful ones. And I think Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield, he must be contracted to do a seven-panel Garfield every week. On a Sunday for the... I think in the... States, maybe it's like they have a longer version of oh, all God. the Sunday comics. Who cares? Lots of people, man. That's okay. why he's like nearly a billion. Well, he's phoning it in because this does not need to be seven panels. The first panel is Garfield looking at John drinking a coffee, mm-hmm. then the second panel is him walking past John. Then the third panel is Garfield, he's got a towel and he's walking out the door. Mm. Fourth panel is Garfield out the door with a, uh, a towel in his hand. Going for a bit of a, maybe a swim. Now the fifth panel, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, <laughs> this he, is panel five, and it's only starting to get interesting. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, he gets to like, like a kiddie pool, like an inflatable pool. Sure. And in the pool are four freaky alien-looking things. Uh, one of them looks like a giant germ. The other one has like three eyes. They're like pink and blue, and they all look crazy and alien-y. Yeah, right. And Garfield just turns back around. Six panels him walking back into the house. And uh, he says to John, what? Uh, so first of all, so I can obviously guess what he says to John. Um, is it, are they, he kept saying aliens. Are they aliens or are they germs? I think they're trying to be giant germs, but they look like aliens. They have like freaky eyes mm. and teeth and stuff. Interesting. 
Is it coronavirus related, do you think, in your opinion? I'm not going to give you any hints. Okay. I'm wondering if the germs are a little coronavirus related or if it's just like because you haven't cleaned the pool in a while. Mm. Does Jim Davies go down the route of commenting on the virus? Does he do a bit of mm, the pool should it got tested or something? That doesn't make sense, though. Yeah, does it? But did he did not clean the pool? I need to lock something in. So Garfield walks out of the pool. There's some gross demon germ things. Uh, he walks back into the house and says to John... John, does, they, they don't really go for topical stuff, so I reckon it's probably pool cleaning. I'm going to do a bit of... Have you cleaned the pool recently? You locking that in? Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. It was coronavirus, wasn't it? No, what did you say again? Have you cleaned the pool recently? No, he said, when was the last time you cleaned the pool? <laughs> That's what he said. That's like five weeks in a row <laughs> so that I've gotten that nearly again. word for word. Ugh, nearly oh. word for word doesn't count. That's really Ooh. good for me, though. No, it isn't Can I get a little round of applause? Uh, okay, here it is. Oh, psych. <laughs> gotcha. That's how we do Garfield it out. No. <laughs> Nick loses. Yet again. That was the Nick and Hato catch up. Listen live weekdays from 6am on Hits.